A great prophet has arisen in our midst, and God has visited his people. Alleluia. 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 The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. At that time, Jesus withdrew to the region of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a Canaanite woman of that district came and called out, Have pity on me, Lord, son of David. My daughter is tormented by a demon. But he did not say a word in answer to her. His disciples came and asked him, Send her away, for she keeps calling out after us. He said in reply, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But a woman came and did him homage, saying, Lord, help me. He said in reply, It is not right to take the food of the children and throw it to the dogs. She said, Please, Lord, for even the dogs eat the scraps that fall from the table of their masters. Then Jesus said to her in reply, O woman, great is your faith. Let it be done for you as you wish. And her daughter was healed from that hour. The Gospel of the Lord. My dear brothers and sisters in Christ, Jesus said to her in reply, O woman, great is your faith. O woman, great is your faith. She came first of all and cried to Jesus, Lord, help me. Could that be your cry as you are seated here? Could that be your cry, your wish? your heart desire to get help from God? And could it appear as if God is silent? God is not silent. Listen, God wants you to have a great faith. God wants you and I to have great faith in him. What is great faith? Jesus told the woman, oh woman, great is your faith. What is great faith? Listen, in Romans chapter 4, Romans 4, verse 18, it says, Abraham believed and hoped even when there was no reason for hoping and so became the father of many nations, just as the scripture says, your descendants will be as many as the stars. He was then almost 100 years old, but his faith did not weaken when he thought of his body, which was already practically dead, or of the fact that Sarah could not have children. His faith did not leave him, and he did not doubt God's promise. His faith filled him with power, and he gave praise to God. That is great faith. 
verse 18 of Romans 4. Abraham believed even when there was no reason for him to believe. He was practically dead, an old man, his wife old. Yet, we are told, he still hoped even when there was no reason for him to hope. This woman, Jesus, despised her in a sense, ignored her. Jesus was silent while she was crying to God. There was no sign of help coming from Jesus, yet she stood her ground. That is great faith. Listen, in Hebrews chapter 6, Hebrews chapter 6, from verse 8, it says, okay, from verse 10, Hebrews 6, 10, God is not unfair. So for those of us who are thinking that Jesus was unjust to the woman or Jesus was despising her, the word of God says, God is not unfair. He will not forget the work you did or the love you showed for him. God will not forget the work you have done. Prayer is work. The very fact that you walk, you make time to sit and talk to God, that is work. And the word of God says, God will not forget your work. It goes on to say verse 11. Our great desire is that each one of you keep up his eagerness to the end so that the things you hope for will come true. Keep up the eagerness to the end the woman kept her eagerness and her hope in God, Jesus, to the end. And what she hoped for, the deliverance of her daughter, was delivered to her. Listen, it goes on, verse 12. We do not want you to become lazy, but to be like those, be like those who believe and are patient. And so receive what God has promised. God has promised to answer our prayer. But we have to be patient. Faith that is genuine, faith that is great, is also patient. If you read Acts chapter 16, we hear the story of what? The apostles, St. Paul and his colleagues. Paul and Silas, they locked them in prison. They cried to God. I believe the time they were beating them, and the time they were dragging them into the prison, they were praying to God. And God seemed silent. They took them into the prison and locked them. Not even in the common place, but in an inner chamber and locked them there. Fastened their legs. A hopeless situation. But because they had great faith, they rose and they were singing praises to God at midnight. Isn't that crazy? That is what great faith does. When we have great faith in God, it makes us crazy. It makes us crazy. They were in prison, fastened. All the other prisoners were fast asleep. They had injuries from the caning, the whipping, they had the lashes. Yet they rose up and they were praising God. In Daniel chapter 3, we heard of Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego. They were to be cast into the fire because they said they wouldn't bow, they wouldn't worship any other God. And they declared, even if our God whom we trust will not save us, we will not bow. The God we said, if you read Daniel 3 from verse 16, the God we said is able to save us, but even if he does not save us, we will still trust him. That is great faith. 
Friends, you know, for all of us, it is very easy to praise God and to thank Him when everything is all right. That is normal to give thanks to God when everything is working out. But it takes great faith to still acknowledge God and say, I trust you, I praise you, and I thank you, even though things are not working out. That is great faith. Great faith is when you pray, you are not getting answers, you don't give up. And it's just, you are still able to say thank you. Everybody can thank God and praise him when things are all right. But it takes a person of great faith to thank God when things are not going the way we want. But why can a person, or how can a person come to that realization? When you have that great faith, you know that your faith will always speak at the end. Your faith will always answer. Faith in God will always yield results. In Habakkuk chapter 3, verse 17 18, it says what? Even though the fig tree has no figs, and even though there are no animals in the pen, yet I will praise you. I will thank you. That is what great faith is about. This woman, we see that Jesus acknowledged and described her as a woman of great faith. Why? Because she started crying to God. Lord, help me. Jesus was silent. Jesus, help me. Jesus said, we don't give food men for dogs, for the children to dogs. She said, yes, even the scraps falling under the table, the dogs can't take it. And the dogs are ready for that. And Jesus says, great is your faith, O woman. And at that very moment, her daughter was made whole. Friends, God's silence doesn't mean he doesn't care. The fact that God is silent, doesn't, is silent to your prayer, God appears not to be answering your prayer, doesn't mean he doesn't care about you. God wants to build your faith. God wants to draw you to that point where your faith is great. To that point where your faith in him is so great that nothing will be impossible for you. The silence of God sometimes is a sign of his love for you. Friends, God is love. And God loves us. And when you love somebody, you always want to be in the presence of the person. When you love somebody, you always want the person to be in your presence. Think about it. If you have fallen in love before, you know what I'm talking about. You always want to be in the presence of your beloved. Now, when God says, I love you, he meant it. And he means it when God says, I love you. For God so loved the world, he sent Jesus. God loves you and I. And because he loves us, he wants us to always be in his presence. God wants us to always be in his presence because he loves you and I. In Luke 18 verse 1, he says, I am giving you this parable to prove to you, to tell you, never despair. Never give up when you are praying. Always be in my presence. Prayer is communicating with God. And when we are praying, we are in the presence of God. And because God loves us, he always wants us to be in his presence. And for many of us, look, if it will take silence of, of the silence of God for us to remain attached to him, God will do it. His love for us is more important to him than even what we are asking for. God is more interested in our relationship with him than even what we are asking for. God wants us to always be in touch with him. That is what love is all about. And friends, when you are in love, nothing can distract you. When you are in love, not even insults. And that is what God demonstrated. The woman persisted 
Sometimes God wants to test how deep and how genuine our love is. How desperate are you? How sincere are you in the request you are making? Sometimes the silence of God is testing us to see how sincere and how in need and how genuine we are in what, in what we are asking. He says in Jeremiah 29 that you will seek me and find me if you seek me with all your hearts. You will seek me and find me if you will seek me with all your heart. Jeremiah 29 verse 13. Friends, God wants us to have great faith in him. That is his mind. That is his will. And he wants us to be like this woman. God loves you. He loves me. And he wants us to have great faith. That faith that is unwavering. That faith that is unshaking. Irrespective of what is happening around us. I will serve the Lord. I will trust the Lord. That is great faith. And friends, as we listen, you know, faith comes by hearing the word of God. So when we are constantly in prayer, like this woman, persistent and talking with God, and that is the will of God, God's silence is building that faith in us. His silence is to draw us closer to himself, to build that faith in us. That is the will of God for you and I. We are saved by faith. Our prayers are answered by faith. And God wants us to have this faith in him like this woman. The good news is that God is never late. God is always on time. So even as he is silent, he knows the right time to attend to you. Don't give up on your dream. Don't give up on your prayer petition. Don't give up. Don't be discouraged. Don't. To the extent that the disciples came and said, Lord, send her away. She is harassing us. Jesus says, no, I know what I'm doing. I am here to tell you this evening that Jesus knows what he is doing. It doesn't mean he doesn't love you or he doesn't care. He cares. He knows. He wants you to build. He wants to build a great faith in you. That faith that overcomes every trial, every difficulty. In 1 John 5, 4 to 5. That is the overcoming faith. That is what God wants you and I to have. The faith that is able to quench every flaming dart, that of the enemy. Every arrow of temptation, every trial, difficulty. God wants us to have that faith that can overcome all this. Ephesians chapter 6. Friends, and that is the mind of the church for you and I. God has inspired the church. No wonder day in and out, we celebrate Mass. And in the context of the Mass, the Word of God is proclaimed. Faith comes by hearing this Word of God. So the mind of the church and the mind of God, for that matter, is that we be people of faith. The more we hear the Word of God and understand it, the more our faith is built. And friends, to live the victorious life, the victorious Christian life, we need faith. First John 5, 4 and 5. And that is the essence of the silence of God sometimes in our lives. It's not because you are a sinner. No. It's not because he doesn't love you. No. Look, God's love is greater and stronger and bigger than our sin, the worst of sins. Whilst we are still sinners, Jesus died for us. It's not because of your sin. It's because God wants a relationship with you. 
God loves you. His love for you and I far bigger and outweighs our sins. Our sins cannot stop him from loving us. And because he loves you, he will attend to you at the right time. Be patient. Faith that is genuine, that is great, is also patient. God wants to build a relationship with us. And when we are truly in love with him, nothing can deter us. Not even insults. When you love somebody, you may, the person may even insult you. You will ignore it and smile. That is love. And that was why this woman was in love with Jesus. And Jesus appeared to be insulting her. Imagine the dialogue, the, the, the statement Jesus made. Yet the woman smiled and persisted. That is what love does. When a young man is in love with a young lady, the young lady can even insult the young man, blast him or blast him, even slap him. The young man will smile because of love. That is the power of love. That is the power of love. Love overcomes everything. And the silence of God is meant to draw us to fall more deeply in love with him. Because love overcomes everything. And love never fails. Love never fails. First Corinthians 13 verse 8. That is the will of God for you. May we so grow in love. May we so grow in faith. And may we so grow in our relationship with Jesus to the extent that nothing can stop us. Not even an unanswered prayer. That is great faith. May God grant us this faith in this Eucharist. May God grant us this faith in everything, in, our, in, the day, in every day of our lives. That is the faith St. Dominic had. And preach the word of God unadulterated as it is. That is what is expected of us as ministers of God, as Christians. The unadulterated word of God. For his word is alive and active. There is power in the word of God. Daily make time to reflect and meditate on the word of God. That is what Jesus was doing. As the woman was talking with him, you know, Jesus is the word of God. The woman was reflecting on Jesus physically, so to speak. Jesus wanted the woman to continue to dwell in his presence because Jesus loves her. Jesus loves you. And his silence is to prove to you that he loves you. He wants you to seek him more. Jesus wants us to seek him more because he loves us. He wants us to dwell more in his presence. That is what it means to pray at all times. To have a solid relationship with God. Oh Lord, help me. If that is your cry this evening, know that God will answer you too. And her daughter was healed from that hour. If that is your cry, like this woman, God will attend to you also. God answers prayer. Jesus is alive. May we rise and ask the Lord to grant us great faith. Trusting that the law, the love of the Lord will be revealed to us, let us ask God to care for all our needs and the needs of all. That we, the church, together may build unity among the people of God, we pray to the Lord. Amen.